This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 461 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm a Spider-Man. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of one of the most anticipated movies of the year, and that is Spider-Man, colon, Across the Spider-Verse. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Markellis Reagans, it was your birthday this week. Happy birthday. What's been going on? Oh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, another year older. Uh, I, I would like to think that I matured a little bit in this past year. I have not <laughs> uh, regressed just a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, uh, just another year. I had an awesome birthday. I got to uh, hang out with people that I care about and do things that I love to do and uh, get things that I love to have. So uh, yeah, it was a pretty good birthday. All right. Did you do anything exciting or did you just relax, party, rage? Uh, I ate. <laughs> uh, I was merry and I uh, went to the movies to watch Spider-Man. <laughs> so awesome. It was a perfect birthday, if you ask me. I thought you almost said you got married. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Breaking news. <laughs> yes, that would. this would be the first place that I would announce something like that. But that, yep. uh, I'm, I'm glad that you think so highly of me. You're a private guy. You could have been married for 15 years at this point. We wouldn't know. So, <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad you're here for yet another year on this earth, editing and watching movies. <laughs> I mean, that's what life is all about, isn't it? Isn't that's it? right. Pod before life. That's right. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, how are you? Uh, I'm alive and working a lot. Um think this upcoming week i'm working like 60 hours between both my jobs yeah i'm doing that i'm also i'm, I'm taking another certification exam tomorrow so uh, i've been studying a lot for that so it's been taking up quite a bit of my time you're very busy yeah it never ends never ends and you're very passionate so that's why we know we will always have you here you know i'm, I'm a workaholic it is one of my biggest faults <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Is that really a fault, though? I don't know. I, I feel like I'm working to be able to afford nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be poor forever. I'm That's working all these I... hours and I still can't afford anything. That's how I feel when people are like, how do you guys just do the podcast all the time? Like, how do you do all this stuff for the podcast? And I'm just like, you know, we're really just masochists with no life. So like, <laughs> we just uh, we're just Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pod before life. So, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Well, how am I? How am I? Yes. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's it's the same as every week. What's what's um, happening? Yeah. This week? I mean, we're still in the thick of it for my life just being nuts. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. If I can make it through the next two weekends, I don't have really anything planned for a month. So <laughs> I just I just have to get through the next two weekends. Uh this week. And my daughter graduated from junior college, which was awesome. She, so I don't know. People might not know what that is, or I don't even know. They may not even have that in some countries. But junior college is like a community college. It's a two-year college. So you get your associate's degree, and then you go to a different – then you go to a different place and continue on and get your bachelor's degree. So Janine got her associate's degree from Hoyo Community College. We went to the graduation. It was a shit show. <laughs> no way. Because – well, 
it was in downtown Springfield, Massachusetts, which is the biggest city in the western part of our state. So it's mm-hmm. you know the biggest, the third biggest city in the state. It's the biggest one within driving distance of us, reasonable to driving distance of us. So they had it at the Civic Center. It's a big arena, except the parking garage that's attached to the Civic Center was closed for construction. So right. they were like, yeah, there's a uh, couple parking lots uh, a couple blocks away you have to pay to use them and we don't really know how much they're going to charge because it changes all the time so you know we had to scramble and explain to uh some of janine's family you know my my extended family jen's extended family that we're planning on coming that you know this might not be the best thing you know they're a little older they don't want to be walking blocks and blocks in downtown springfield paying the park uh so we're like hey you know don't come no one's gonna be mad no one's gonna hold it against you don't worry about it so it was just uh you know me my wife my son and uh boyfriend jordan she went and watched uh janine's graduation and and it was fine and i haven't been to a graduation in a long time because i graduated high school and that was really it and janine graduated high school jen graduated high school but that was really about it right and, and I didn't realize it's, it was, it started, we had to get her there at 8.30 a.m. And the ceremony didn't start till 10 a.m. So she had to be there and we let her into the building and then we just had to stand around outside waiting. Then they finally let us in and they made this huge deal about you can't bring in water, you can't bring in food, they're going to search everything. The flyer said airport level security. Wow. All they did was literally be like, walk through the metal detector. And of course, I set it off because I had steel toe sneakers on. And they were like, yeah, you're fine. They didn't check anybody's anything. Wow. So we could have brought in a snack or something. And, and we couldn't. So we were all hungry. We we're all hangry. And then there was just nonstop like speeches by people that were mostly like boring and like the same thing over and over again. Like, oh, you're going to do so great. And you have in the future. Oh, like we know. <laughs> So we were just getting hungrier and hungrier and angrier. And finally, she got to graduate, which was awesome. And she's done with uh, junior college. She's off to UMass Amherst in the fall to finish up her education and move on to being an art teacher, which is what she wants to do, which is amazing. And we did get to go eat. So we went and ate at Riff's Joint, which is a local uh, restaurant to us, which is all like burgers and wraps and awesome sandwiches. And then we were like, we're going to want dessert later. We were fully stuffed at that point. We were all stuffed to the the point of like bursting. But we were like, we're going to want dessert later tonight. So we went to Big Y and we each bought one thing that was awful for you. Oh, nice. So I bought a box of 24 (laughs) bakery chocolate chip cookies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I ate those all day. And and I just felt like garbage at the end of the day. I wanted to die. It was just so full of like gross food. But. It was a good time. So that was that was what we did this weekend. And then today I had to do all my errands, all my chores, all my laundry, go grocery shopping, go everything I needed to do over the course of the weekend. I had to cram into one day, including going to the movies. As we record this, I've literally been home for about an hour from the movie. (laughs) um, We'll say about the teacher thing. It is uh, a lot easier to become a teacher in the South. Um, they pretty much will just let you be a teacher while you have your bachelor's as long as you promise to work on getting your teaching degree because they're so oh. hurting for teachers. So, well, I don't want Janine to, I don't want Janine to move out of the house ever. So I'm not going <laughs> to tell her that. <laughs> Who's going to go to the movies with me? Colin. Have, I was going to say you have another kid. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't like some of the same movies though. So, you know, I need them both to just stay here forever. <laughs> well, then that's, your, that's your fault as a parent. Dude. You, you didn't, you should have had more kids. <laughs> you, know, you should have groomed Colin to be a little bit more snobby with his movie choices. <laughs> you gave him John Wick instead. That's your that's fault. That's right. That's right. It's my fault. But yeah. And then next week we're having a party for Janine's graduation. So family and friends are coming over and that's going to be almost all day on Saturday. And then the weekend after that is Contropolis, Massachusetts, which is our first comic con of the year. And then finally, after that, I have a few weeks where I'm not doing anything. <laughs> so I just got to make it through the next two weeks. Plus I got to work and everything. So it's just, it's been a lot. My uh, movie watching has suffered, but I did hit 102 movies for the year. <laughs> Is one of those movies include Spider-Man? 
No, um, hold on. Let me just double check. Let me let me check that. Let me check that. All right, sorry. I'm at 104 movies for the there year. I'm sorry. Go. There you go. Yeah, um, a couple of these movies. I was needed background noise, so I watched Batman and Mr. Freeze, our Sub-Zero cartoon on Max. That's so good. Really? I just thought it was like an, another... It just felt like an extended episode of the cartoon, which is not a bad thing. I just was expecting more. Then on Tubi, I watched Dynamite Shaolin Heroes which is a, a Godfrey Ho movie. So if you know, you know, but, you know, incomprehensible plot and hilariously bad voice acting. Exactly what I love from these types <laughs> of, of movies. I watch Cool Cat Fights Coronavirus. Jesus. <laughs> it's only 20 minutes long. I, I just, I wanted to watch it, so I found it. It's actually unlisted for free on YouTube on the Cool Cat channel, but somebody leaked the link, so you can just go watch it. It involves two rap songs, Mark. There's two <laughs> rap songs in this. And even has like a Marvel style ending where Dirty Dog threatens to shoot Cool Cat at school. And it's like, coming soon, Cool Cat stops a school shooting. Oh my God. <laughs> what is this world we live in? <laughs> Colin was so mad. He was in the middle of playing a game. He just got Metal Gear Solid 5. He was playing that. And I'm like, stop playing this immediately. Save at the next checkpoint. And he did. And I'm like, all right, you sit down and watch this. It's only 20 minutes. <laughs> and he is so angry so and then obviously into this uh, across the spider verse so that put me at 104 so we are 56 movies away from my goal for the yes <laughs> so, this is well why colin doesn't go to the movies with you because yeah, i'm gonna watch cool cat <laughs> <laughs> he always comes in when i'm flipping through tubi and he's like are you gonna watch another terrible movie today and i'm like yeah yes. probably yeah <laughs> there's so many of those amazingly bad kung fu movies on tubi it's like heaven i'm glad i didn't have it in high school because i probably would have never left the house i'd still be living at my mom's house in a virgin right now so <laughs> anyway enough about us let's uh talk a little bit more about us Marcellus reagan's please tell the listeners where they can find more so is your podcast <laughs> All right, so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our T Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. A podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? And we are back. All right, guys, before we get into our review, and I'm sure the people who always bitch and moan about podcasts don't get immediately into the topic are already pissed off at this point anyway, <laughs> but... Fuck them, you know, who cares? You don't like it? Fast forward or don't listen. So I need help from the listeners and maybe even from you guys. But every time we intro the show, I go, you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And that worked when we were doing news, but we don't do news anymore. So what the hell am I supposed to say there? Oh, right. It's got to flow off the tongue. Like I can do that like muscle memory. Like it, like I could, I could do it in my sleep, but it's got to be like something that flows off the tongue. So I don't know if anybody's out there listening and has like a suggestion of what we can say instead of that. You know, I was like, 
three friends review movies weekly um four nerds with a move with a podcast and a youtube channel about movies it, it's it's hard it's gotta, it's gotta flow off the tongue the right way so i am putting out the call to all our listeners out there give us something that's, that we can say give us a new tagline that's what we're trying to do so that that that's my goal for our nine-year anniversary is to have something that can start then but i'm i'm hitting a brick wall so anybody out there let me know hit us up on social media that's your call to action besides all the other call to actions pod before life. All right. <laughs> you know how it is when you have this no weeks off bullshit. You know? Anyway, now it's time for our review of Spider-Man across the spider verse. We all had a chance to go see it this weekend. One of the most anticipated movies of the year to get started. Marcellus Reagan's it was your birthday. I know that you are a gigantic fan of the first movie. You love Miles Morales as a character. How was your trip? to the movie yeah it was a it was a long weekend it was a birthday weekend there was a lot of events that were happening uh, i also knew that i wanted to at some point squeeze in time to go see the movie uh, during the birthday weekend so uh it took a while to decide on the time because uh, i was gonna go uh we're trying to figure out a time to go and all of the theaters or all the big main theater that we usually go to are all sold out so it was going to be either me and my girlfriend go to the Dead Mall Theater. that looks like a zombie apocalypse. Or we go to a later show at the Nice Theater. You know, because it was my birthday, I really wanted to sit in the Nice Theater. And, you know, my girlfriend being who she is, she's a rock star. She's like, let's wait for the later show. So I did go to the theater that I liked. It was at a later show and the movie is like over two hours long. So this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be a tough ride. Got some good seats, probably some of the better seats that we've had in the theater, and watched the movie to a pretty much packed house, more give or take a few seats. Everybody behaved, everything was good. No issues, no kids running around, no one on her phone. Uh the popcorn was five out of five. Uh yeah, it was actually a pretty good experience. I couldn't the only thing that that uh, I didn't do. The only thing that was off is that I I wasn't brave enough to have my picture taken in front of the Spider Verse standee because you know that's what it's there for. I know, right? And you know, my girlfriend wanted me to, and I'm just like, I just didn't. I, I don't know. I just didn't do it. I did it during the ten weeks straight of movies. I took a picture of everything. I was just done with it. So I <laughs> waking up the next day, I'm like, God damn it! I really should have taken a picture in front of that thing. Yeah, I completely understand. I used to do that with every time I would go to the movies with the kids. And then they both were just like, we don't want to do that anymore. And that was the end of that. And then I was trying to do a thing where we would film a TikTok in the car where I could like use that as something to hype up the show Ooh, yeah. behind the curtain. Sorry, guys. You know, I'd be like, you know, hey, we just we literally just walked out of the theater from such and such movie. I can't tell you what I thought because the podcast is doing it this week blah 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 but here's colin or janine that can tell you what they thought and you know people seem to like the one i was able to get done out of them but they both <laughs> refused to do that also so. <laughs> no dad we're not helping you with your stupid podcast <laughs> leave us alone colin gets mad when i ask him to help me film unboxings for tiktok and I'm like, you know, some parents like abuse their children for like YouTube views. All I'm asking you to do is to hold the camera. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Aubrey Litchfield, how was your trip to the movies? This was the worst trip I've had to the movies. And I don't even know how long. Right, right. It was so bad. Oh, no. What happened? So I, I bought the tickets and I bought four seats for me, Noah, Matt, Kyle, um, all to sit with a seat next to us open like all four of us sit together and then there was an open seat on each side mm -hmm. and i bought this the night before we got there wouldn't you know it some lady bought the tickets and and she was sitting on one side of us and her daughter was on the other so <laughs> i was like man i feel like such an asshole i was like do you want us do you want us to move down so you could sit next to your daughter and she was like, that would be fantastic. So, of course, I move us all down one. She sits next to her daughter. I'm feeling good. Wouldn't you know, I sit next to the worst person I have ever met in my entire life. He watched the movie and the entire time. It was like after every single sentence, he made a, huh. 
sound. <laughs> Every single fucking sentence, this dude. Huh. And he laughed at everything. N- not even things that were funny, just laughed at everything. Huh. He was talking to the person he was with, and he was like, I love that person. That person's great. I love that character. So well, loud. Did you, did you say anything? No, because it was me sitting there, and it wasn't Max. If Max was sitting there, he would have put the dude in the corner and told him that because he can't act like an adult, he's not going to treat him like an adult. <laughs> but me, I'm the pushover. So I was like, oh, son of a bitch. I'm going to sit through this two-and-a-half-hour movie, and this fucking dude's making noise the entire time. And he's eating really loudly. He's rustling with stuff in his pocket. He's got candy in a bag that he keeps opening and eating. Oh, man. And even Noah was sick of him and kept looking at him. And and it was awful, awful. And then these kids behind me kept running into my seat. Every time they'd get up, they'd come back and just slam right into my seat. And I thought they they were going to fall into my lap because they just kept running into my seat the entire time. And the the movie theater didn't have the air on, so it was hot. And I could breathe in everybody else's breath. (laughs) Awful. Wow. I just wanted to – I got up at one point. I was so pissed off. I got off. I got up and I left during the movie to go get Noah a water. And the lines were so long. I was like, fuck it. He is just going to be thirsty. I went back in. I sat down. I was pissed off. The dude's still laughing and rocking and moving. I thought like he had something just off about him. Like maybe he had a, a disorder. You don't bring, this is going to sound bad, but if if you are the caregiver of a person that you know is going to make that much noise on opening day, I don't see... It, you you wouldn't bring them to a 545 showing on Friday. Um, you know, it depends on the caregiver because I've been to movies where people have brought people there and I don't even remember what movie it is, but there was a person there with their caregiver and they went, ah, ah, every 30 seconds for the entire movie. And then it's like, what am I, I going to do? Go over there and knock his chair over? Like, you know, like. <laughs> Like, what can you do? I, There's nothing you can do that doesn't make you an asshole in that situation. So you just have to suck it up. Yeah. And, and like, I, I, I wish I, I could I remember totally what movie it. it was because it was just like, ah. I, I get like, it sounds very ableist of me to say that. And, and, but, you know, when Noah was little, I tried to be respectful of other people paying money to go see these movies and, and how he was going to react in public with his disabilities before he had a lot of intervention and was able to to self-regulate but i took into consideration people are spending fucking money on these things and i don't want to ruin somebody else's experience especially on opening day of a fucking movie by by bringing somebody i know is going to be disruptive to the collective that's just rude yeah i was the same Um, way when the kids were little um, and they would go to the movie. I started both taking them to the movies when they were four, but we would go to see movies early in the day or during a weekday early in the day. We would go after the movie had been out for two or three weeks. <laughs> we'd make sure we try we'd try to sit somewhere we could get up and go to the bathroom 50 times without interrupting people. <laughs> so. That's what I mean. Like, be respectful. These people are also spending money and a lot of money to movie tickets are expensive, popcorn's expensive, drinks are expensive. You want to be the best person you can be. Instead, you're being a fucking jackass and <laughs> ruining everybody's experience. And there were so many parents, not even just this guy. There were so many parents letting their kids wander around the movie theater, eating chocolate, getting chocolate everywhere. They don't even have shoes on. I'm like, what the fuck? Who raised you people? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what Whoa. is going on? Yeah. I really hope oh, this isn't going to color your review of the <laughs> the movie, but yikes. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> well, I will say for air conditioning that you mentioned, 
<laughs> completely unrelated to the movie. Uh, sorry, guys, once again. The other night, my, me and Colin started going to the gym together about three weeks ago. Long story short, doing arms is super annoying. Biceps and shoulders is super annoying because the planet fatness that we go to has a really small free weight section. So if it's busy, it just takes forever. And there's no room to do anything. So we pulled in the other night and the parking lot was next to empty. There was like maybe two cars in the parking lot. We were like, holy shit, this is awesome. We're going to be able to get arms done tonight and not going to be annoyed. This is great. We get to the door and the guy like met us at the door and was like, oh, you can't come in. Uh, Excuse me. This is the judgment free zone. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess they had lost power and the power had come back on, but they weren't sure what they were supposed to do. So they waited for their manager or the owner or whatever to call and tell them it was okay to let people in again. And so we waited outside for about 10 minutes and they let us in, but there was no air conditioning. There was no music. Um, The TVs weren't working and they have these giant fans on the ceiling that blow air around too. And those were off. (laughs) So we got our workout done as fast as humanly possible and we were drenched in sweat, like head to toe, because it was like 90 degrees out that day. It was awful. And we usually do cardio after we lift. And I, we were both just like, we're not getting anywhere near those fucking treadmills. Like, I'm done. We're getting out of here. So, Oh, my God. But yeah, my trip to the movie was completely inconsequential. We went to the movies. We sat in our seats. Uh, there were a lot of people there, but everybody was quiet, respectful. There was little kids there, and I was worried, but everybody just shut up and watched the movie. And I didn't see that group of people that I have seen twice now in Hadley that uh, a group of college age kids uh, sat in front of us. And Colin was like, oh, I hope those aren't the people. But I knew they weren't. So I was like, thank God, because I was going to have to throw hands, was, especially a movie like this. Like one of them would have been on his phone, like looking up on Wikipedia, every single character for the whole <laughs> movie. So I would have had to gotten a fist fight. But yeah, it was completely inconsequential. So. That was our trip to the movies. Let's talk about the movie itself. As always, we're going to go non-spoiler to start. So we'll discuss what we thought of the movie in general without spoilers. So you'll know what we thought. If you haven't seen it yet, that's your opportunity to bounce. Because then we will drop the drop delineating spoilers. Then we'll gump. <laughs> then we'll jump into more discussion of the movie. But to get started, Marcellus Reagan's. I think I already know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Across the Spider-Verse? Uh, well, as a fan of the first movie, I was a little bit worried of the sequel thing. Usually the, the second part is never as good as the first one. Usually, you know, you have a movie that good as, you know, Into the Spider-Verse. You know, it's like it's lightning in a bottle. You can't recapture that. Uh, this movie, the sequel, Across the Spider-Verse, I think is just as good as the first one. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was bold. I thought it was like visuals aside, it's just amazing storytelling. It's just a really good story that's does what a sequel is supposed to do. It gives you everything you love about the first movie and then gives it to you completely different. So that's a whole new experience. I think this movie is absolutely amazing. All right. I, I, I knew you were going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) Aubrey Litchfield, movie going experience aside, what did you think of the movie? I like it almost as much as the first one, but I do think that the first one was a little bit better in some ways. It does set the bar in the way that it is made and the animation and and, um, the characters and all that they bring into it, I think is really awesome. All right, so that's two out of three. What did I think of this movie? I hated it. Of course you did. Boo. Boo this man. Of course I didn't hate it. This movie was amazing. This is the best movie of the year. Yes. I cannot imagine anything being better than this this year. I was blown away. Story-wise, visuals, they took the visuals which from the first movie, which were amazing, and cranked it up to 11. Unbelievable. I was blown away. The voice acting, the storyline, everything. This was chef's kiss. Amazing. 
I just blown away. I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> that was that's non-spoilery. I have some very, very, very tiny nitpicks, but to me, this movie is literally perfect. I would say like it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent perfect. Sure. <laughs> And there's only only very few things I can say negative about it. And they're complete spoilers, so I can't go there. But my God, my God, if you liked the first movie, there's no way in hell you're not going to like this. It's it's the Empire Strikes Back to the first one's A New Hope. That's it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what better compliment I can give this movie than that. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All three of us gushing praise for this film. So obviously you're going to go see it. And I would suggest you go see it on the biggest fucking screen possible with the best fucking seats and the best fucking sound. But, you know, don't watch. Don't watch. (laughs) If you're only watching across the Spider-Verse on a small screen, you're missing out. (laughs) I hate those commercials, but they're not kidding this time. You are missing out. So we all think you should go check it out. We all loved it. But the only way to keep discussing it is for spoilers to come on in. So we're going to drop the drop. It's time to spoil across the Spider Verse. We're not allowed to talk about spoilers here. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's get into things that we liked about this movie. And I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few. So, Marcellus Reagans, the floor is yours. What did you like about this movie? Seriously, if I said everything I liked about this movie, it would take forever. We just have to run down the plot of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So it started with. uh... Uh, No, I. So one of the things that I really liked about the movie is it does the continuation of making it feel like a comic book movie. Um, One of the things that I liked about the first one is that it really felt like you were watching a comic book on the screen. The way that it was designed, the way that they added in the the word bubbles and all of that stuff. Um, and they continue that in this one uh, even more so, which I thought was really cool. Uh, I loved all of the new characters. I thought the um, the Indian Spider-Man was hilarious. I thought he was great. And I was really expecting something dark to happen because, you know, his hair was perfect. He, the girl was beautiful. Uh, you know, her dad was the cop. I'm like, okay, at some point, something horrible is going to happen to this kid because everything is just too good and the fact that miles is the kind of catalyst to prevent that it just shows how awesome the story is how how awesome the writing of the story is uh, i love spider punk uh i thought that character was amazing uh i love the scene of the lego spider-man which was fantastic in the beginning i thought that was awesome uh, they do a thing called their they put in like editor editor notes yep. on the bottom of the screen. So like when Spider Punk says something in British slang, yep. and on the bottom of the screen it says what it translates to, which I thought was hilarious. You only and see that, that is in, right out of the comics. Yes, exactly. You only see that in like comic books. So the fact that they put that on the screen, it it again, it felt like you were watching a comic book. Uh the the connection between this one and a first movie, mainly how uh, how the spot, the villain, how his story is connected to Miles' story from the very beginning, from the first movie. I thought that was really cool. I really, really enjoyed that. It's like classic. This is the good guy, but the good guy creates the villain. The villain creates the good guy. It's kind of a um, dual story that's prevalent in all super, in almost all superhero comic books. So I like that they put that in there. It makes you go back and. Think about the first one a little bit different. Uh, I love the the universe, uh, j- not jumping, but the the nods to the other universes. The the Mrs. Chin from Venom <laughs> making an appearance I thought was great. Uh, Donald Glover as the Prowler. Come on, I almost cried when I saw that. It was amazing. How it's good like- was that scene when? all the Spider-Men run past the people in the cages and they all just boo. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. It's fantastic. It has an ending. The ending of the movie is just like my jaw was on the ground, you know, because it, again, it's things that I 
saw in the first movie. Like they explain about Spider or they show you Spider 42 in the first movie and they show that it glitches and it never occurred to me that it's not from this universe. So it makes total sense when Miles gets bit by that spider that wasn't supposed to happen. I love that. I love that. So when you get to the end, when he goes back to the universe 42, oh my God, it's like, it's a two and a half hour movie. And when it was over, I was like, I want more and I want it now. So, uh, yeah, I loved everything about this movie. Awesome. Aubrey Litchfield. I know you had a bad movie going experience, but what did you like about the movie? I I agree with Mark. Like I, I loved all those parts. I love that it, it honestly looks like an, a comic book on the big screen. Um, they do a fantastic job with animation. They do a fantastic job integrating the comics with this movie. And it's it's just fan service for the people that love these comic books and, and for kids too. I mean, it, it's a very, very unique animating style and I love it. Um, in the beginning, I wasn't too big about it, but in this one, I really enjoyed this animation a little bit more than the first one in the the details that they take in the animation to like um spider-man 2099 he um he still has like the sketching uh lines on him he like it wasn't completely erased so it it's going to be interesting to kind of see where that type of stuff goes because each one of them like has a very different illustration uh, Miles has the pop art like little dots on him too, which I noticed. Um, very interesting, and I can't. And I, I'd like to know the reasoning behind that. I guess I don't know if they're ever going to explain it in the in the second movie, but it it, it is really a really interesting choice. So, I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the multiverse and them integrating all the different Spider Men. And, and it was really funny seeing the little blurbs of, like, the movies and the really old Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon and, and all that stuff. I loved it. Uh, seeing Spider-T-Rex, Spider-Cat. Noah was super excited in the end when the whole team got back together because yeah. he really likes uh, Spider-Noir. I really liked the overall story. I think that it was really cool. I think that it was really empowering that Miles was like, no, I, I'm not going to be this person. You keep telling me who I am. I'm going to be different. And, and I think it's just, it's, it's really, they also, they add in a lot of culture to this. So I know that traditionally Hispanic families, they have these huge parties where they invite everybody. There's always a lot of food and it's a very Hispanic, Hispanic, uh, culturally Hispanic rich. I think I kind of messed up the, the word, the word in that, but it's a very culturally rich movie. And I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, that. sorry, Aubrey. His mom spoke Spanish, and they didn't translate it at all on screen. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's they, they did a really good job capturing the culture of everybody, and, and I think that it's really interesting because that's not something that you that you used to see as often. Um, it's really becoming a bigger thing these days. But I really enjoyed seeing that. Awesome. All right. What did I like about this movie? Not much. Um, <laughs> I stayed as spoiler free as humanly possible. The only thing I had seen really were the toys. And obviously, I think like half of the first trailer. So I, I knew the spot was the main villain. But in the comics, he's like a joke character. So I didn't know what they were going to do with that. And I think storyline wise, I think they were just knocked it out of the park. Like Mark said, like Aubrey said, you know, the story, it, it's long. The movie's long, but it doesn't feel long. And they do a good job of callbacks to the first movie. So everything's tied in with the first movie. Plus, it feels like Miles' story is continuing on. So he's progressing as a character. And, and everyone else is also progressing as a character that we've seen before, like, like basically Gwen and his parents and stuff like that. But it, it felt like... A, a true sequel and I hate to keep bringing up Star Wars but you know at the end of A New Hope they blow up the Death Star 
when we come back to them again in Empire, they're in Hoth. But we knew stuff happened in between. We didn't have to be shown it. It was all done through the script and the dialogue and how people had slightly changed or changed. And this was the same in this one was, you know, he's missing school. You know, he's doing different things. He has more confidence as Spider-Man when he first encounters the spot. Mm -hmm. Like all of that was so well done. It was so good. The storyline itself, as it keeps going and, and expanding, it, it's just so well written and has so many twists and turns to it uh, that when you do get to the end, the end like stinger the the cliffhanger was just like holy shit like it it all came to a head in that moment <laughs> it's just like this is this is so well written it, it's it was just it was mind-boggling because i'm i was worried i was worried I, I loved the first one i get you know we all loved the first one and, and you get nervous a little bit you know are they going to be able to do it again and, and thankfully they were um, the visuals were astounding in this movie. I mean, even just from the beginning, the sequence of uh, Gwen playing the drums was just fantastic. And it just keeps going. Like everything looks perfect. And I loved going back to the story. Sorry. I loved, like you said, Mark, that conceit of he wasn't supposed to get bitten by the spider and everything is fucked up because of that. And it's, it's, it's such a, it feels like a kick in the nuts because in the first movie, they didn't make that clear. Even right. though they did make it clear we weren't paying attention. Right. Um, but it, it, then you start to think about, it, OK, well, he wasn't supposed to get bit by that. So there is that universe somewhere where no one got bit. So there is no Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> and and it's a conceit, unfortunately, of, of Sony being the one that makes these. But there's not really a lot of other heroes in these universes. <laughs> so, um, you know, that universe is fucked. And I liked the uh, the idea of the canon events, um, how. It, it has to happen. Every Spider-Man has to have their Uncle Ben moment. Uh, right. Or it has to happen. <laughs> um, or their Gwen Stacy, Captain Stacy moment. Like that, those things have to happen or it, the, it doesn't work right. And right. It, it was very interesting. It was really well written <laughs> playing, whether it's with the tropes of what you know about Spider-Man or aspects of the first movie they were able to pull out and then use that you, like like that spider like we've said a couple times you know it was glitching in the first movie we didn't even realize that so right and the visuals just stunning throughout the entire movie and the different styles and they change i loved like i said gwen starts off with the playing of the drums that looked fantastic i loved spider punk i just he just looked so different when even when he came in and he looked like like a punk rock, um, like Sex Pistols type video or something yeah. <laughs> for the whole movie. Uh, absolutely fantastic performance on that one. Has uh, has he been in anything bad? Has he been bad at anything, Mark? Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, uh, um, I'm sure there's something. <laughs> now, now you got me wanting to look it up. <laughs> um, Kickass Two. Sure, <laughs> I don't even remember. Remember he was in that. Uh, he was in something called chat room. <laughs> Maybe he was oh. bad in that, but you know, you have one of the best working actors out there today with just like phenomenal turn as, <laughs> as spider punk. Great fucking character. Peter B Parker with his kid. And, and it was nice to see a world where Peter and Mary Jane are happily married with a kid. Like, wow. Imagine that. Huh? <laughs> imagine that. I just thought the visuals were breathtaking up the story was fantastic i thought it ended on a fan great cliffhanger i have very very few things i didn't like about this movie but there's got to be something markellis reagan's is there anything you didn't like about this movie <laughs> i kind of just want to talk about more things that i liked about it <laughs> go ahead the leonardo da vinci vulture that showed up yep. at the beginning and they would show like a sketch of what his bomb is going to do right before he throws the bomb with the oh. editor's notes translating his Italian for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the spot kicking himself into his own self. <laughs> I thought was great. Um, all right. So things I didn't like. Um, again, it is two and a half hour or almost two and a half hours long. It is a little padded, like a tiny bit padded. I think there's, a, you know, it's an artistic choice to linger on some scenes, you know, for dramatic purposes. I think they could have shaved us a little of that down. Um, we know what the punch is going to be, or at least we we know that there's a punch coming at the very end of the movie, but it takes a little bit long to get there. You know, Miles has two parents. 
uh, his dad in the first movie, his name is Jefferson Davis. Um, so obviously, you know, it, it, Miles, his name is Miles Morales. It has his mom's last name. You know, they wasn't going to call a kid Miles Davis. <laughs> uh, but in this movie, they make it a point to specifically say that his name is now Jefferson Morales. And they didn't really explain that in the story. At least if they did, I completely missed it. Um, so that that I mean, it didn't bug me, but I was just like, well, that's odd. Because that clearly wasn't, that's never been the case before. So, again, it might be the spider thing all over again where it's there. I just didn't see it or I didn't catch it. Uh, or maybe it's something that they'll explain in the next movie. Um, the other thing is I don't think they, I really think they should have uh, made it a point to say that this was part one. Because I think there might have been some people that were pissed when the credits started rolling. And like, wait, that's it? Uh, I have so, heard that from people, actually, that were like, oh, there, there didn't have an ending or blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Right, like we know, because we covered the news, we know that there were supposed to be two Spider-Man movies. Like, they announced it, part one and part two. But I think for the general public, they might be a little shocked to know that that you don't get your full meal with this one. You have to come back next year for the rest of it. Uh, so that I thought was a little, I don't know, it's Sony marketing, maybe, but not, that's, a, that's a minor quibble. And everything else is, like, so amazing about this movie, I don't even care about that stuff. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, anything you did not like about this movie? Um, I think that the soundtrack was lacking. Like in the first one, it was it was really it was a good soundtrack, and um, I mean we listen to it all the time. But I feel like there was it was missing that element, and you know we know with 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 movies like Taika Waititi's movies, um, the Thor Ragnarok, and and. All those in Guardians of the Galaxy, all those movies that have that really powerful soundtrack, I feel like it brings a different element to the movie. And and this one felt almost. It, I feel like it would have been better than the first one had they had a stronger soundtrack. But it mm -hmm. just it wasn't that good. So I mean that that's one of my only complaints. Honestly, I also didn't like how it focused a lot on Gwen. I mean, the second one might bring that back around. So I, I didn't. I don't have much to complain about. <laughs> That's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I'm gonna agree with you about the soundtrack, and I don't want to say that the soundtrack is bad because the orchestral stuff or the electronic type stuff that they did was fantastic. Um, it just doesn't have that upfront like song that you identify with the movie. So, like across the Spider Verse was uh, Sunflower. <laughs> Like that that song is synonymous with that movie to me in my head. Yeah, I, I I will I will agree. I actually did like the music in this movie a lot. Like uh, it, I like the songs that they chose. Uh, but you're right, there isn't a song that really stands out like uh, like Sunflower or uh, What's Up Danger. Um, mm -hmm. When when that song kicks in in the first movie, and then the orchestra score blends in with it, and you get to that big like you know momentous scene of miles like on the roof that's like stand up and cheer music. right and that song kicks that off this movie doesn't quite have that uh but i still think the songs were good no i don't get it twisted i don't have any issue with the songs that were on screen um they were fine they fit in with the movie it was great they were I, but i'm it's an hour and a half now since i've seen it i can't really like hum any of them right. off the top of my head whereas that song like defined that movie like those couple songs were just like tied to those scenes it reminds me a little bit of guardians 3 had a weak mixtape <laughs> yes it's almost the same thing and because the music that was using guardians 3 was fine but it does it's not iconic like some of the other stuff that was used throughout the series so maybe they'll come back around but i mean they're using those songs weren't in the first one and this one those weren't written for this movie right uh, some of them were a handful of them were right uh, like what's up danger was definitely written for yeah so i don't know maybe that's the that's the shtick they have to go for is to get stuff that's written for the movie instead of just trying to pull stuff out of whatever's out there or whatever's in the sony music catalog <laughs> so <laughs> i don't even know what they own but uh, you know i guess Dokken and and dream warriors ain't walking through that door fans you know the alice cooper the man behind the mask from friday the 13th ain't walking through that door Oh my God. No. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, and honestly, the only other thing I have that I didn't like about the movie, and it's a complete nitpick and has nothing to do with anybody else, 
is that I love Spider-Man 2099. Love him. Love Miguel O'Hara. Love the ser- the original series from the 90s. Fucking fantastic. I've reread it multiple times. It's great. Most of it you can pick up in the dollar bins other than really the first issue. So I would highly suggest you check it out. Peter David wrote it. Uh, Rick Lenardi art. Uh, it's great. It's great. Um, and he's kind of the villain in this. And that was disappointing. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe that turns around in the second movie. But, you know, I was really excited after the end credits of the first movie that Spider-Man 2099 was going to be front and center in this one. And he is. And he's kind of the bad guy. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. He is kind of the bad guy. But his the methods of his madness make sense. Oh, his his he makes sense. It's just, you know, I, I I really like that character and I was kind of disappointed. But that's like super nitpicky and like ninety nine point nine percent of people watching this movie will not even have that conceptualized in their brain. Right. So, but yeah, um, that was really the only thing. So. All right. Mark Ellis, besides Miles, mm-hmm. who is your who is your favorite spider person in this movie? Oh my god. Uh probably I like the cowboy. I like the cowboy with the horse in the Spider-Man mask. <laughs> For some reason a scene of Miles riding a horse with a cowboy hat uh would just tickled me to no end. Damn it. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to say Spider-Punk. Although close second is the the T-Rex Spider-Man cuz what the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. Who is his uncle Ben? <laughs> All right, Aubrey Litchfield, besides Miles, who's your favorite spider person in this movie? Uh probably the the Hindu Spider-Man. I thought that he was really funny. Um I like that he has perfectly good hair. He gets up, ha- doesn't even have to try. I thought that was really <laughs> funny. And in Spider-Punk, I do like his animation and how he has that punk rock like London-ish feel to him. Thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can't pick spider Gwen. That would be too much of a, a cop out. So obviously spider punk was, was my, my favorite person besides miles in the movie. So I think the only thing we'll have to do guys is to rate the movie zero to five, five being the best zero being the worst. What do you got for Spider-Man colon across the spider verse? Aubrey Litchfield. Um, I'm going to give it a four. Out of five, I believe that'll probably go up when the second one comes out. At least I'm hoping. But for now, I'm giving it a four. I think a different soundtrack would have brought it up. All right, Marcellus Reagans. And this is a tough one. Um, because it's part one of part two, it's kind of hard to really, you know, grasp onto the whole story of it. Um, as a movie itself, I have to give it a four point five out of five. It would be a five if this was the only movie if this wasn't part one of two um so i have to dock it a half a point for that but four out of five out of five uh i was worried that i wouldn't get a best movie of the year uh i was not going to concede that to john wick sorry joey (laughs) that was was not going to happen um so i'm so glad that this movie came out uh and i'm gonna put it for right now best movie of the year which is kind of weird considering that I gave everything everywhere all at once best movie of the year last year and then Spider-Man No Way Home. So maybe it's just maybe just make a movie about multiverses and you know you're playing into my wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, four out of five. Four point five out of five. All right. Well, you guys are uh you guys are hard graders. I am at a five out of five. Of course you are. I would probably be at like a hundred or a million out of five if we really want to get technical about it. This is the best movie of the year. Nothing is going to knock this out of the top spot unless God, something could surprise us, but I I don't foresee anything knocking this out of the top spot. So you've said that twice this year already. (laughs) At least for John Wick, you said nothing. I did. I did. And I, and I, you know what is because I was not, really 100% confident this was going to knock it out of the park, you okay. know, because the same people made Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which I don't think is a great movie, <laughs> but it's a popular movie and people love it. And the second one was not as good. Yeah, the second movie, the second version, the second part of that movie is awful. Uh, first part is amazing. And a Lego movie is amazing. So these guys are awesome. Yeah, but the second Lego movie, I liked it, but it's not as good as the first one. Oh, shit. You're right. Right. So there was... 
kind of a, a nervousness to say, you know, are are they going to be able to pull this off? I'm I'm more than happy to say they did, but I mean, this is a grand slam. But you know, I think right now I'm locked in for one and two for the year with this and uh, John Wick. <laughs> I can't I can't see anything else knocking these two out of the, off the top of the thing. Um, and but I also feel confident that I'm not gonna no matter how many times I rewatch John Wick, it's not gonna be better than this. So, which is fine. You know, we're talking about like the top tier of movies is like elite tier of movies for the year and. And it, this is just the best fucking movie of the year. That's it's all there is to it. Go see it. Go see it on the biggest screen possible in the best theater you can. It's 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 amazing. It's a fucking love letter. Once again, a love letter to Spider-Man and those characters. And it's <laughs> even Ben Riley got some love in it. Oh God, he's so fun. He's so 90s. He kept being like, oh, I'm gonna pose. <laughs> <laughs> It's really the only disappointment was no after credit scene. So, yeah, I didn't even bother sticking around. It's like two and a half hours. I'm like, All right, right. I'll just watch it online, whatever it is. And the I'm two glad. and a half hours flies by, though. You're you're right. There were a couple times it was padded, but not a ton. Not a ton. Yeah. I didn't feel like physical pain just sitting there for two and a half hours. So, uh, yeah, five out of five for me. We all loved it, but maybe we got it wrong. Maybe we got it right. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? It's a great question. I have, um, I, I've read, I'm on like my third book this week, but I already recommended the two that I finished. Uh, so it, it's, it's really tough. I haven't done much this week. Um, there is actually, there's a documentary on Amazon prime that I'm going to be watching and it's about the secrets of the Duggar family. And I really love cults and all that stuff because I think they're they're so psychologically interesting. So <laughs> I'm going to recommend everybody check that out. It's all about um, the Duggars and like their family secrets and everything. All right. Marcellus mm-hmm. Reagans, how about you? Uh, so what I want to recommend is uh, I'm not really like a big Star Trek fan. I love the J.J. Abrams movie that came out. Yeah, it was the best Star Wars movie in a while. Yeah. <laughs> the best Star Wars movie ever made that didn't have the word Star Wars in it. Uh, I en- enjoyed that movie a lot. Uh, and I hear that Star Trek Strange New Worlds is also a really good TV show. Um, I don't have Paramount Plus, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. But all of the episodes of season one are streaming for free on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to see some good Star Trek, from what I hear, it's pretty good. Uh if you have YouTube, YouTube is free. You can watch season one, the entire first season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. That's what I'm going to be checking out soon. I did watch some clips because they they introduced Kirk in a couple of those episodes. So I did watch some of those. But, uh, you know, it looks pretty cool and it's got really good reviews. Awesome. Well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our video and Patreon content as well as all our social media links on the right-hand side of the page at sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We'll be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content on there. We just dropped a review of the new Robert England documentary that's coming to Screenbox. Should be out in a couple days as we record this, but we got an early look at it, and Adam gave it a review on there, so check that out. Our Patreon, where you can support the show monetarily and get extra exclusive content at patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. It's the only place every single month to hear us talking about the news and trailers of the month, as well as myself and Adam and sometimes guests jump on a video podcast all about Star Wars. And then you also get your Just Joey mini-sodes where I give you some behind the scenes and upcoming news on the podcast. But my suggestions... One, and I was loath to even suggest because I think it's going to take all of Mark's time away forever. <laughs> Someone uploaded a playlist on YouTube of Siskel and Ebert episodes in chronological order. And they are there's about like 10 years worth on there. <laughs> oh, my God. So if you jump on YouTube, you'll be able to find it or search on Twitter um, for the link to it. And uh, it's just years and years and years of Siskel and Ebert episodes. And some of them are pretty interesting to watch their takes on movies, some that you may love and some that you may not. And uh, then obviously 
I would say jump on Marvel Unlimited app, which is about $10 a month, I think, to download on your phone. And you can read all Marvel comics up to from six months ago. So it's it's six months behind the new books, but all the way back to the 60s with the first Marvel comics. You can read them on there on your phone for 10 bucks a month. So that's where you can read all of your Spider-Man 2099 comics. That's a great place to jump in. You want to start with the 1993 series. Some of the new newer ones are not as good, but the 93 series is fantastic. Take take my word for it. So jump on there. And then finally, go see Transformers colon Rise of the Beasts, because that, my friends, is what we'll be talking about next week on the podcast. But that is going to do it for episode 461 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts. The queen of all spider verses, Aubrey Litchfield. What's up, danger? <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. Uh, justice for Ben Riley. Uh, I freaking can't wait to read some of that spider clone comic book stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody, have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week for Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Good journey. <laughs>